everyone. Welcome back to the FR Pod. It's um, episode 31. And that is so crazy to me because it seems like it's going to be over as before it's even I've gotten there. So um, today is the last day of January. We are about to go into the month of love. So I actually am wearing this sweater, not because of that, but because it is a crappy, gross, rainy day here in Richmond. And normally I would reach for my black turtleneck, but today I thought, no, I'm going to wear some color to try and cheer my mood and maybe like look a little brighter, but um, because it's disgusting here and any rainy day, like my seasonal disorder is just in full effect. Like sunny days, I'm like super happy and rainy days, I'm like, so I, I'll just crawl back into bed. So anyway, I can't really control that. I probably could, but I'm already on a lot of medication. So shout out, Sarah B. We saw one another in the BJs last week. We were not giving BJs. There was nothing to do with sex in that. It was the BJs, the store. And when I said hello to her, I wasn't sure if she remembered me. And she said, oh my God, I love you. I listen to you every week. And that truly, truly made my day. And so every time someone does that, every time someone texts me or emails me or like tells a friend about me or shares my car, that makes my heart sing. So thank you. Thank you so much. I loved catching up with you. I'm so glad that your kids are doing great. And I mean that actually very, very truthfully. That being all of that said, like, I love it when you text me. I love it when you call me. I love it when you um, hit me up on email. If you don't know how to follow or subscribe to the podcast, that's like crucial right now. Because as much as I love the words of affirmation, numbers don't lie. And so I need you to up the subscribers. So share, tell a friend, grab a clip, whatever, comment on on social I am over the next month going to try and be more active on social. It is not my, that doesn't come naturally to me, so I'm I'm trying. But long the short is, numbers matter in this case. So love does too, of course. And I love you all. Thank you for listening. Fun fact: I learned a new word. I was reading an article, and it is anathema. Anathema is the word. Yeah. And that is something or someone that one vehemently dislikes. I had not heard that word before. It is a noun, but I found it to be extremely interesting. So now you are smarter for listening to the fucking ridiculous podcast. You're welcome. Number two, shout out, hockey buddies. All of you people who are sending me texts and chirps and pictures, and I love it. I love, 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 love anything hockey. So keep it coming. I love that we're spreading the word, that it's so much fun. And for the three boys that went down on Sunday to that game, I am calling you out right now and I expect an invitation next time. Otherwise, we're no longer friends. And I mean, no, I don't, but I I do want to go. Number three, UPS store worker from last night. I can't remember what your name tag said, but I so appreciate you. I went in at 10 minutes to seven, not thinking it would take that long. And it did. And you were not an asshole. You were so cool about it. And so I super appreciate you. And I'm going to come and bring you a Starbucks gift card soon. Thank you. In the news, um, this Super Bowl is finally set. I know that all of us have just been on edge waiting and waiting. And oh, my God. So it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. That is the team that has a jail on site in their stadium. And the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, they are 
great teams, I guess. They have each have quarterbacks that are in their 20s and they have brothers that are playing for each team. So that mommy and daddy will be super happy either way. Uh, Fun fact, the one and only NBA game that I have attended was when we took our kids to New York for spring break. And because our boys are number out outnumber the girls. We didn't go to a show. We actually just went to the Knicks Nets basketball game at MSG. MSG is awesome. Love it. But there were twin brothers that were playing. They had both, I think, played at Stanford and they were, one was on the Knicks and one was on the Nets and it was their birthday that day. I don't remember who won, but I just remember thinking that was pretty cool. So totally unrelated, just fun fact. Um, Giselle is doing just fine. She's doing just fine, and I am so happy for her. And I mean that truthfully, too, not sarcastically. Does anyone, like, keep up with Roman numerals anymore? Do do they teach that still? Like, I actually had to look up the L, and I'm embarrassed that I had to look up the L, but I was like, what's the L? I, I know the X's and the V's and the I's and the— uh, Anyway, L is 50, if you didn't know that. I Why do we even use them? George Santos won't serve on any House committees while he is being investigated. <laughs> Dodged a bullet there. Trump is running again for 2024. For anyone who was worried, he's in the race. Um, Ford is trying to keep up with Tesla right now, and they have lowered the price of their EVs, which is like, I guess, electronic vehicle. So if you're in the market for an EV, go check out a Ford because they're trying to keep in pace with Tesla. And I'm not sure if it's the same as like Ford versus Ferrari, but... You know, I love a good Ford F-150, so maybe you do too. I also, in other news, paid $19 for one and a half pounds of sliced turkey at the deli yesterday. I was not at an overly priced specialty store. I did buy what I thought to be a good quality meat, and I am fucking floored. We're going to have to actually just start eating ramen again. This is ridiculous. Quote of the week, some things are best mended by a break. And that is from Edith Wharton. And apparently that came from her back in the day. It was frowned upon to get divorced and she actually was divorced and it literally broke her heart. But I loved this quote because I feel like we all can identify with a break, whether it's a broken wrist, a broken mirror, a broken heart. Uh, you've broken ties with um, your job. We can all understand what it's like to have a break. And that is something that most likely we were not expecting and we could not control. And so I think the universe lots of times will put something in front of us and have something break or a situation happen so that we it jolts us out of our comfortable state and sends us into more of the, uh, wait, what's going on, and then we have to start using our mind again to figure out where we are in our head. And so that got me thinking about control and out of control and how so many of us lost, I mean, all of us, we all lost something during COVID. And collectively, we all lost control. We had no control over what was happening, how things were spreading, where we could go, were we wearing masks? Like, it was really, really difficult. And we as a nation are not used to being told what to do. And we do not like it. 
So when you think about control and controlling your circumstances in your life, some people really don't have that need for control. And some people have it like, well, I like to control this part, but not that part. And then some people are like, I have to control every single thing in my life or otherwise I'm in a tailspin. I kind of fall into the, I need control for certain things, but the rest of it, I can just kind of not do. So Friday morning, I woke up and foolishly went on to social media and I read a comment on YouTube. And it was, I think, what was supposed to be a burn. I actually had a, a conversation with my boys about like it, w- burns and roasts. I thought it was more of a burn. I think they did too. But anyway, th- that was an interesting conversation we can go into later. But it really irritated me because the person, he didn't really, he or she didn't say anything that awful, but I just was irritated at the tone and and the implication of what they were trying to say. And so then I always think of that song, Mean, by Taylor Swift, because that was her like response to reporters and, and, and um, journalists just basically giving her shit about everything that she did. And why gotta be so mean is basically the whole song. And I love it. I love the song. I love Taylor. And now I've had that in my head for forever. And so I had that happen. And then on Friday, I started hearing about some bullying and some um, fights that were happening in schools and cyberbullying via Snapchat and, and, you know, threat text threads and stuff. And that kind of got me in a bunch about stuff too. And so between the social comments and the bullying and then the Tyree Nicholas situation, I am in a tailspin of like, what in the fuck is going on in our world right now? Obviously, we are all spinning out of control in our own way. And we all have anxiety about something because we don't know whether we're coming or going, it seems like sometimes. And so we try and glom on to the things that we can control. And most of the time, I think we try to control the things that are inherently not within our control. And then everything comes to bite us in the ass. So definition of control, the power to influence or direct people's behaviors or the course of events. So when you think about it that way, you cannot control how someone else treats you. You cannot control how someone else feels about you. And you cannot control if someone likes you or not. So why do we even try? Why do we, we do, we, we keep trying. We try with social media. We try with um, saying things we don't mean. We try with, um, or going the other way and just being an asshole. So anyway, I don't know. I just started thinking about how we control ourselves and our situations and the things we can't control. And we just seem to spend a lot of time on the things we can't control. So uncontrollable things, I just said. Also, the weather. Can't control the weather. Try as we might. Climate change is real, but we can't control it. So we can't get upset about that. You can't control whether a car accident's going to happen. You can't, I mean, you just can't. So the controllable things that we, the things that we ourselves can take care of is just that, ourselves. We can control how we think feel, react, the actions we take, the decisions we make, and recognize that there are consequences to our decisions. And I think we're losing sight of the consequences to our decisions. And so 
back to that quote, whenever something breaks, that's a change in our comfortable status in our environment. And so now we're going to have to try and get control back in some way. And a shakeup is really good. So when I look at the Tyree Nicholas situation and I started wondering like, gosh, okay, that's five men that just beat the hell out of this kid. And I wondered like, what, what would bring them to make like, what was going on in their heads to have that happen? And then I'm wondering, how do they feel once that's done? I wasn't there. I don't know the ins and the outs of everything. I have read several via, uh, uh, newspaper articles about it, or but I did not watch the video because I just didn't think I could even handle it because it broke my heart that this man has a four-year-old. It broke my heart that he was just down the street from his mom's house and he was calling out for his mom. Like, how do these people feel now that it's over? Are they just upset that they were caught? Or do they understand that their actions have has caused like a huge ripple effect in so many people's lives and a community? Like it, it's so I, I keep wondering, do people not understand that their decisions don't just affect them? And it's not just in the moment. It definitely has a lasting effect on so many things that you probably wouldn't think about. So I tried, I decided I was going to break up with social media for a little bit over the weekend because I just, I couldn't, I didn't want to hear any more bad stuff and I can't control what happens. So I was just going to take a break. And the thing about social media is that's us. I mean, there's, there are great things. I don't get me wrong. I love a good TikTok or an Instagram reel. I don't necessarily love the 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 cat ones like a lot of people do, but I love watching people fall down. Like that is good fucking humor, whether it's planned or not. And and if you're hurt, I'm very sorry and I won't laugh at you after that. But there are so many great things about social media. You can keep up with friends, you can learn new trends, you can find out new products, which by the way, what I'm loving, this is not a new product to me, but I'm finally able to wear them again. These are Cali weights. And this is not an advertisement for Cali weights. I'm just telling you about them. They are wrist bracelet weights. Now, I might look like Wonder Woman or something more ridiculous, but right now, toning my arms while I'm talking to you. So Cali weights, they have a lot of different colors too. So anyway, social media is great for a lot of things, but what I don't like about social media is that that is the method that people use to try and influence how people think and feel about them. And it really, frankly, shouldn't fucking matter. But it does. And that's the nature of our nation that we live in. Um, I thought it was interesting, too, that the government is even like concerned about appearances and what people or other countries feel and think about us. Because in response to the debt ceiling situation, we are supposedly fine until June, but they are looking at different ways to, you know, re reduce this debt and not have to raise the ceiling again. And they're worried about the perception of the U.S. economy should the ratings go down by these rating houses that, you know, give us a five and we don't want to go down to a four or, you know, whatever, because then we won't be seen as a stable economy, which right now, frankly, I don't know if we're a stable economy because 31 fucking trillion dollars is a lot of fucking money to owe. But it's just bringing me back to this whole, we need to start thinking more about 
our actions internally and what we can control rather than what we can't control. And if being a bully to someone or making someone feel bad about themselves makes you feel good, I think you definitely maybe need to look in the mirror and figure that shit out. If you are beating someone up with four other people and that person is seemingly defenseless, that's fucked up. That's fucked up and you are not right in the head to do that. If you are under the influence of drugs or alcohol, that will influence your decisions. But for the people who, for instance, troll after, you know, drinking or being out and say mean things on social and then the next day read what they say and they think, oh shit, that's not who I am. Like that actually, that person said something to you and now I own it. And now I'm like, oh, okay, well, thank you for insulting me. And I'm so glad that that's what people think. So that's my way of saying, let's take February, fuck these resolutions. Because resolutions, they're basically just you trying to exercise more control over your behaviors, right? You want to eat less. You want to drink less. You want to exercise more. You totally have control over this. Is it easy? Fuck no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. But you're totally fully capable of doing it. How we treat other people also within our control. And so let's just start thinking about other people and how what we do might affect them or what we don't do might affect them and just go from there. I mean, it's just food for thought. There are plenty of awesome people in this world. And I am not saying that the people that are bullying and, and, and doing these things are bad people. I'm just saying they're clearly not exercising their um, use of control over their own thoughts and behaviors and feelings. So my final thoughts on this would be, failure is definitely the best way to learn. Um, and I have such a fear of failure that I don't try as many things as I should. And every time I do try something, it is so not as scary as what I thought it would be. And failure is so abstract. And in this instantaneous world, nobody fucking cares. Nobody's paying attention because they don't even worry about something that they said and the consequences of that. So they're definitely not other than laughing at you for four seconds and moving on to the next failure person that, you know, they're jealous of because they haven't even tried. Letting your children fail is probably the best gift you can give to them. And as a parent, it is so fucking hard because you think somehow you're going to save them from making mistakes that you made or that you know someone else made. And you can't do that. I have tried. I have tried. And I've tried. And they're going to live and learn and make their own decisions and the harder you push and the harder you try to control, a lot of the time they're going to push back. So, you know, loosen up the reins a little bit. Don't stress about that because they're not. There are super, super good people in this world. I mean, and I truly believe that the good in people outweighs the bad. I just feel like we hear more about the bad situations than the good. And so I'm going to try from now on to like find a good little make me smile, laugh, anecdote to share, to show and prove that the world is actually still a really awesome, fun place where we can go out and laugh and and be with each other and, and love each other. And, and it's awesome. So a friend of mine within the span of one year has created a nonprofit that supports or not supports financially, but is a place, a safe spot for females who have been incarcerated to come and um, after they have been homeless, they have been 
addicted to substances. They have been abused. They have been left for dead. And the premise behind it is let's all just have a meal together, leave your baggage at the door. No one's better than the other person. Let's just connect on like a human level and have a meal together. And I just think that that is such a great, easy, simple thing to do. And so props to Lighthouse RVA for doing that. Yeah. So that's that. February, the month of love. I love February because my brother's birthday is in February. I love February because it's like the shortest month. So if you're going to try any kind of challenge for yourself, you only have 28 days normally, sometimes 29. And I love that. I do not participate in Valentine's Day. I do believe it is the stupidest holiday ever. So if you are one of those people that is feeling like down, like, ugh, I don't have anyone to spend Valentine's Day with, I will spend it with you. You can come to my house and I will make you baked spaghetti and a salad because that's basically what my husband and I used to do when I'd be like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I don't want a card. I don't want chocolate. I don't want anything. Pretty sure that my husband was like, great. That makes it easy for me, but I still want stuff, i.e. stuff that involves the upstairs. And I'll just leave it at that. But I don't, participate. I don't celebrate it. Don't feel bad about yourself if you're not in a relationship or a relation short. It's okay. You're still loved. I love you. Watch Groundhog Day because that's one of the funniest movies ever. And it's just a way to totally get out of the ridiculousness of February and the season of love. And order your wings now for the Super Bowl. I do not like wings, but everyone else in my family seems to like them. And I think there might be a shortage. So I would go ahead and get that order in now. And I mean, it seems like the dumbest thing to eat because it's like a lot of work for like that much food. So you can't fill up on them, but then they take up a lot of, I don't know. I don't understand it, but get your wings. That's not a plug for any wing place either because I don't need them. So I don't care. Not so deep thoughts. Simply, the word simply might be the most condescending word in the English language. Whenever I read something that says simply blah, 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 I always feel like a fucking idiot. And I always feel like someone's like, yeah, this this was so easy. What the fuck? I don't know why you can't do that. So I'd like to strike that simply from, from the English language. So I always refer to myself as a late bloomer because I'm still I'm still on the rise. I'm still on the rise. I'm still waiting for my boobs. I'm I I'm still got a lot to come, right? Is that the same as a glow up? Because glow up certainly sounds better than late bloomer, but I don't know if they're the same thing or what the nuances are. So if someone could give me like a definition on that, that'd be great. Um cuz either way, I want to be both, hopefully, unless it's the third definition of unicorn and then I don't want to be that. Um if you are in a situation where an uncontrollable situation, possibly controllable, but seemingly uncontrollable that is literally driving me to drink and eat a lot. If you need to rid your home, your establishment of flies, of bats, and potentially rats, you may ask me how to do this because I can point you in the right direction because I spent all morning lining up a chimney person, a critter control, batman, And the pest control people already were at my house today. I don't know what the fuck is going on in my house 
maybe my kids have a secret room with like just garbage, just garbage and rawhide and dead animals that I don't know about, but it's, it's killing me. So hopefully your house is bug, rodent, bat free, and you are cruising into February being like, I... I just knocked January out of the park. Thank God this fucking football season's going to be done and we can really focus in on hockey. And um, let's see if Puxatawney Phil sees his shadow tomorrow. I am thinking the way that the day looks today, it's probably, he's probably not going to be, but my hope is he will because then I think that means that it'll get warmer soon. And the Reynards is bad for my hands. So anyway, um, I hope you got something out of this and I'd love to leave you with a little chuckle, but the only thing I can think of is that these pants I'm wearing are really, really tight and I'm literally sitting here every time I move going, please don't, please don't rip in the ass because I have had that happen before and it was really, really at a bad time and my brother-in-law at the time really didn't let that go for a long time. So, and I did have to go home and change after we put duct tape on it. Anyway, I'll see you next week and probably we'll talk about empathy and hopefully I'll have another fun, fun-filled fun episode for you. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to hit me up. And don't forget, tell me if you want to hear about topics because I'm just telling you what's happening in my life. I'd love to hear what's going on in yours. All right. Bye. Three, two,